clutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph McGuire, and the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and the freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I am on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability, and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. If you have been following me for a little while, you might have noticed that I'm passionate about both minimalism and sustainability. The two subjects are actually completely integrated with each other at their core. And I believe that minimalism is the baseline and foundations to then begin living a more sustainable life. Let me start by sharing five environmental benefits of minimalism. Let's knock the obvious benefit out of the way first. Buying less stuff. With minimalism, you buy less stuff, so there's less need for stuff to be created, consuming resources, burning fossil fuels, degrading our soils, and polluting our environment. 80% of the items that people keep are never used, according to the National Association of Professional Organisers. If we never buy that stuff in the first place, we're eliminating the negative environmental impact that that has on the planet. Imagine if all of the world implemented their own version of minimalism, just how much less stuff would be produced and how much smaller our landfills would have to be. Now, my second point is in relation to decluttering. Giving unused stuff away or selling it is supporting a circular economy. When beginning a journey towards minimalism, we must say goodbye to what we already own that doesn't serve us. The best way to do this is to give it away to go to someone else it would serve. The standard economic model is a linear one. Stuff gets produced, consumed, and sent to landfill, the end. The type of economy that's necessary for the health of the planet is circular, where stuff gets produced, used, and stays in the loop of reuse. When we give things away, for example, to a local op shop, they can be taken home by someone else and given new life, closing the loop. Minimalism also makes us more conscious of consumables. You have a new awareness and intentionality with what you use in your life. It starts with what's in your home, but affects the way that you look at everything. When a restaurant sends you a whole bunch of unnecessary disposable items with your Uber Eats order, your minimalist mindset will be an alert, wondering why all that stuff was necessary. Eventually, you will want minimalism to extend to your rubbish bin and only have items in there that were necessary to end up in there. You'll become more conscious that that one reusable coffee cup is better than 50 disposables. Another environmental benefit is that better quality stuff is better for the planet. When you have less stuff, you can buy better quality stuff. Better quality stuff lasts longer, so you don't need it to be replaced for a longer period of time. For example, a good quality blender that lasts 10 years is better for the environment than crappy ones that need to be replaced five times in that 10 years. 
So we save four blenders from being made and ending up in landfill. Besides lasting longer, there are other environmental benefits that come with better quality. The materials used usually come from a better source and it's usually made in more ethical conditions because it's not trying to be made as cheaply as possible. And when we lift workers out of poverty, that enables them to live more eco-friendly too. And the last of countless environmental benefits of minimalism that I'm going to share here is less clutter frees up more time to learn and give. I'm so passionate about the effect that less clutter has on your mind, time and happiness. When we have less stuff, we have less stuff to maintain and our home becomes so much happier. We spend less time looking for things and our mental load becomes lighter. When we're supported and not burdened by our homes, we're freed up to spend more time on what we actually value. When we have to spend a whole day catching up on housework, who has time to watch a documentary about what we can do to improve the soil health of the planet and fight climate change, let alone spending time to take action on what we learn? On that note, if you do live a minimalistic life and you have time to snuggle up on the couch in your clean home to watch Netflix, I highly recommend the documentary Kiss the Ground. It's probably one of my favorite documentaries, so if you like it, I can recommend more to you too. Minimalism encourages sustainable practices of consuming less stuff and better stuff, and being more conscious of what happens to our stuff after it leaves us. And of course, it frees up so much of our energy to give a better version of ourselves to the world. But there are also ways that minimalism and sustainability can contradict each other, or at least seem contradictory. Here are some common battles between minimalism and sustainability. First, the elephant in the room, disposable minimalism. Minimalism is very much associated with the idea of less. However, in the pursuit of less, some people will throw things away, ending up buried in the earth of toxic landfills. What's even worse is having a disposable rotation of stuff to maintain minimalistic living. This is not the kind of minimalism that I promote. That ties into what can subconsciously be going on for people with an idea of not my stuff, not my problem. We need to think of minimalism holistically, not just what we personally own. A flawed version of minimalism is not owning a few reusable coffee cups because it involves owning more possessions if you actually get a takeaway coffee every day. That actually makes you responsible for hundreds of coffee cups each year rather than just a few that could last years. Another example is minimalists who fixate on the simple, sustainable apartment in the city and don't investigate the impact of what happens to create their life and what happens to their waste. Food is a major overlooked factor and the food system is one of the main causes of environmental damage and it actually also has the biggest potential for environmental repair when done right. There's also definitely such thing as overconsumption of eco products. This one I see a lot of. Think about eco-influencers that have a house full of so many eco-products that they might not even use after that one time they used it on their Instagram stories. Yes, consumption of eco-products is better than consumption of earth-destroying products. But incorporating minimalism into your eco-shopping habits is how you get what is really sustainable. A cupboard full of zero-waste kitchen gear that doesn't get used is kind of wasteful. 
especially with the greenwashing that's going on in the eco-shopping space. Another point that seems to be a contradiction between minimalism and sustainability is that sustainability teaches keeping things for just in case. In discussions about eco-friendly living, the concept of keeping items that could have use is often promoted. This can conflict with minimalism when you keep items that you have no intention of actually using but are keeping for just in case. I find that when I've done this, most of the items that I keep I forget about and they become clutter. Sometimes to avoid sending piles of stuff to the dump, we dump piles of stuff into corners of our house. I promote, of course, trying to give items that don't serve you a new home where they will serve someone, but if that isn't possible, would you rather send it to landfill now and be free from it or have it suck a tiny bit of your energy for another year or more then go to landfill? And coming to my final point is that we don't need sustainability. You might be thinking, hold up, what? You've just been raving on about being more sustainable this whole episode. What the hell? See, the thing is, in order to have a thriving planet for our grandkiddies, sustainability won't work. There's already catastrophic amounts of damage done to the global ecosystems, and sustainability basically implies that we're just sustaining what we got. Sustainability isn't enough. We need regeneration. There's definitely a message that's communicated in the sustainability movement that humans are bad for the environment, that we have to minimize our impacts. Well, I believe we have to maximize our impact in the other direction. We can help regenerate the earth. Our activities can be good for the planet and create more biodiversity. This is where I disagree with a restricted traditional version of minimalism and opt for a mindset of abundance. Minimalism strives for less, but true sustainability requires a cultivation of abundance of the natural world. This is where we move from sustainability towards regeneration. When it comes to the natural world, we need a mindset of more. More life, more plants, more biodiversity, more microbiome, more production of renewable resources. So I want to end with my tips for the best of both worlds. Think holistically. Think about the overall impact of your lifestyle. Minimalism, as quoted by Joshua Becker, I love this quote, is the promotion of what we truly value and the elimination of anything that distracts us from it. Incorporating true sustainability into that philosophy will create a lifestyle aligned with both concepts, assuming you value a thriving future for the earth. Take responsibility. When you're parting with something that doesn't serve you, do your best to keep it in the loop rather than trashing it. Giving it away, selling it or recycling is totally better than holding onto items that don't serve you. Minimize your negative impact and strive for an abundant natural world. One of the best parts about minimalism is that the simplicity lets us focus on what we actually value. Live with just the things that add to your life and then actively do what you can to help the earth become more abundant. Now, I don't want you to think that I believe 100% responsibility lies with the individual. It will take societal shifts. We can only do what we can do as individuals and we can be limited by services that are available to us. In order for true sustainability and regeneration to be reached, we need to be living in a society that's set up to support that. We need a circular, regenerative economy. 
That will become a reality quicker with more people like you and I doing all we can under current circumstances and pushing for societal shifts needed too. Together, we can see a bigger change. In order for the ecosystems to repair, we need to focus on what's really important and discontinue what's distracting us from that. And that's what minimalism is really about. Thanks so much for listening to the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast today. I just wanted to let you know that I've been working on something pretty exciting. It's a minimalism mini course, perfect for anyone wanting to live more simply and sustainably and further align their actions with their values. It helps you get clear on what your personal values actually are, how minimalism can help you align with them better. We get into a bit of decluttering and you'll make a shift in your awareness of the sustainability of everything that comes into your house and leaves your house. It only takes about two hours to go through the program and can be completed in the spare time over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. If you buy access to the mini course, I'll be making a donation to Eden Reforestation Projects to plant 11 trees. The best part of the program is that it only costs $11.11. If you want to get access now, you can head to my website, sortitoutsustainably.com and click mini course from the menu bar. I really appreciate you lending me your ears for the whole podcast episode today. I hope you take everything you believe will serve you from my episodes and use it to make your life simpler, more sustainable and more joyful. 